0: Oh, that's Charles Spencer, by the way. He's a great kid. Computer engineering degree, 3.6 GPA, had a floor-level gig an Intel plan for the fall. But first, he wanted to put a few miles on his soul before he parked it behind a desk,
1: see the world, maybe be of service. Charlie didn't want to go to Vegas or Fort Lauderdale, which is what I would do. He didn't go to Paris or Amsterdam. Sounds fun. He decided to spend his summer building sustainable housing for the poor guests where, Sokovia.
0: He wanted to make a difference, I suppose. I mean, we won't know because we dropped a building on him while we were kicking ass. There's no decision-making process here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. If we can't accept limitations, we're boundaryless. We're no better than the bad guys.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of every Marvel movie ever. I am your host, Gabe Thomas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What was that?
2: Can we start again?
1: Go for it.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to what will be a very exhausting episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas, with me, as always, is your co-host, Francis Cola. And today, we're talking about one of the best Marvel movies, in my opinion, Captain America Civil War. Franny, this was like, when I think of MCU movie. this is probably the peak, not in
1: terms of quality. It's one of the peaks. I feel like it has a few.
2: But yeah, of course. But I just mean when I think of like an MCU movie with that exact style and that exact sense of humor and those action scenes, this is the one I think of. Because it's like, there were, you know, like Age of Ultron and and most of the others follow in the footsteps of this one. But like, sorry, come before it. And then everything else kind of follows the same tone. So they're all similar enough. But this is the one where it's like, everybody's in it. Everybody is acting like how I ideally want them to act. So they're all making jokes that sound like MCU jokes. Like I feel like when you talk about, oh, it feels like an MCU movie. I feel like you're saying it feels like Captain
1: America's War a little bit. Watching this back cuz I don't think I've seen this since Infinity War came out. This definitely feels like a test run for like Infinity War and Endgame just with like this sheer size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: think you're right cuz this is the first time Like I don't even think this is the biggest MCU movie up until this point. Like I feel like the stakes are higher. I feel like
1: like Endgame or not Endgame, uh, Age of Ultron is probably the biggest one we've had so far. Yeah, I think so.
2: I think Age of Ultron is probably the biggest one until Infinity War. That doesn't mean anything, (laughs) obviously. Like I just, I'm just trying to establish like this is. The feel of this movie just feels like how all these movies kind of feel, but it's a feel I love, especially in this one, because I think that this is, I think this is better than Winter Soldier by a lot. I know most people like Winter Soldier. I've always felt like that's people's favorites because it was their favorite when it came out, but I feel like we've far surpassed it many (laughs) times. Like that's a really good movie. You can listen to our episode where we praise it for for two hours, but. I much prefer the likes of Captain America: Civil War. Maybe it's just because I like I like the jokes. Maybe I like the jokes too much. Maybe that's the problem. But also, there is a scene where Bucky Barnes strangles Tony's mom to death.
1: So it's not all jokes. And, yeah, and <laughs> beats Tony's dad to death.
2: Yeah, uh, um, we'll get there.
1: It's gotten to the point where, like, watching all of these movies back, I don't think I can pick a favorite Captain America movie. Because I think Captain America has some of the best MCU movies. Yes, like, far and away. Yeah. First Avenger is obviously an incredible movie. Winter Soldier is maybe a little more on on the higher side of the middle, like probably like B mm-hmm. And then this movie is just incredible too. They're all just so good. I know <laughs> it's
2: it's easily the best trilogy. Like you would put any other trilogy of these movies. You look at Thor and Iron Man compared to this. like Those are the three biggest Avengers. You look at their trilogies. Iron Man 1, peak. Iron Man 2, dip, unless you're pre <laughs> Iron Man 3, peak, unless you're anyone else. That's not me, I guess, because people don't like that one. Um, and then you look at Thor, and it's like, pretty good. Oh, God.
1: And then, great. Yay. And then yeah, exactly, yeah.
2: All the trilogies have peaks of the MCU, but I mean, I guess the Avengers movies are, are closer I would say that's the second strongest. Like, these titled movies are better. Like, you know, people think there's a dip in Age of Ultron. I watched Age of Ultron again yesterday. Because I watched Civil War on Saturday night. And then uh, yesterday I watched Age of Ultron in the morning. And then Civil War again last night. So it is. I have been living this movie for. And I, I reread Civil War. I reread Civil War 2. Just kidding. <laughs> like, no, no one's done that. No one has ever read that more than once. And honestly, I've. I don't know. Um, we'll talk about the Civil War comic a little bit because it was one in like elementary school where I would read it all the time, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever because it has everybody in it. I think I've turned on it a little <laughs> bit. Like it's, it's still, it's pretty good, but I have a lot of. Problems it's a little now. like
1: the plot is a little weird.
2: It's not for me. It's more the characterizations like. We'll talk about, like, there's all these things to talk about, because this is a huge movie. When it was coming out, everybody was asking each other, because 2016 was the year of versus.
1: Uh, yeah, I remember all the hype around this movie where you were either Team Cap or uh, Team, team Tone. Yeah. Exactly,
2: yeah. But, I mean, you have that, and then the same year, two months earlier, you have Batman versus Superman, and so everyone's asking each other, who's Batman or Superman? And it turned out, in the end, we were on no one's side. <laughs> we, we hated them, um, and they... It just got along fine, uh. So that's great. But with Civil War, I feel like this is something the comic does too much. The movie doesn't skew you on one side. Like it's not like oh, Iron Man's the villain. Like yeah, Captain America's name is in the title. You'd think it would be on his side. I
1: I feel like most people were yes,
2: and I was too. But I <laughs> <Me> feel <too. laughs> like I've changed over time. I don't know if I'm really because they both have good points and they both do yeah. not have good points and situationally. I agree with both of them in different ways, and I agree with them more in different spots of this movie. Like, that's why I love this movie. I think it's really complex. Yeah.
1: Who would have imagined that having to pick sides is hard because there's flaws on both sides?
2: Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought of, like, you know, like an election or something where both sides definitely have their problems, but one side is considerably better than the other? Who would have thought?
1: (laughs) Come on, Gabe. We're not. We're known for not getting political on this show. (laughs)
2: Technically win, but you don't feel like it's the best win we could have gotten, (laughs) Franny. What about that? Just like in this movie. Just like in this movie. (laughs) Did you relate to a situation like that? (laughs) Yeah. uh, But I, because it's like at the start when they're first arguing, it's like. I agree with Tony because you guys really fucked up you know, in Sokovia, especially watching this right after Age of Ultron. That's why I, re- I mean, I watched that movie
1: like yeah, when it's t- still like fresh, like twice a month or whatever
2: at this point. But when I watch Age of Ultron, like I watched the morning of, like I said, and then going right into Civil War, it's like, yeah, no, you guys really fucked this up. Like it, it feels like a real world issue because the way it's presented, that's something I love. Is when you very early on when Ross shows them like the the on-the-ground footage of, like, the Battle of New York and Sokovia and even Washington. The guy that took
1: that footage in New York definitely died. Oh, yeah, he
2: fucking died. (laughs) I also love that it's like, they created New Hulk footage for this movie. That's cool. He's not in the movie, but I like that he is also in the movie. That's cool. But, yeah, so at the start, it's like, yes, Tony, you're right. You absolutely do need to be under some sort of registration but you also agree with Captain America, where he's like, oh, what if they send us somewhere that we need to go? What if there's somewhere we need to go and they don't let us or whatever? It's like, yes, I agree with both of you. You were both my favorite people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> one of you is a bad person, but and one of you is a good person, but that's the thing. It's like Tony's sometimes making better points than Cap, even though Cap is a better person. And the reason this argument exists in the first place is because of how bad Tony fucked up. Like... <laughs> That is entirely Tony's fault. Yeah,
1: this this yeah. argument exists because Tony fucked up as usual, and Cap likes Bucky a little too much.
2: I think he likes him the right amount, <laughs> especially now that he visited the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah enough to
1: become a, <laughs> a criminal. Yeah,
2: congratulations, Cap, you're a criminal. But at the same time, this is... Like, an Avengers movie more than any non-Avengers movie is. All the Avengers are in it, but it's also strictly a sequel to The Winter Soldier in another way. Everybody's in this movie. I don't think there's a character that's been introduced in this that hasn't, like... Is anyone else major introduced after this? Like, there's little characters like Mantis and, and Shuri
1: and whatever, but. Doctor Strange? <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay, Doctor Strange. You know, you one of the me. most important characters. You caught in...
2: me. I forgot because this movie was boring. <laughs> That's right, you're right. Okay, so there you go. I think it's kind of just
1: Doctor Strange. I but don't think there's mo- really right. anybody else See? after.
2: So basically, everybody. Who I'm sure we'll forget We somebody. know at this point is in this. Obviously, the Guardians aren't in it, and obviously, Thor and Hulk are, are off world. Did off you... doing. Uh,
1: 80s space shenanigans.
2: Not yet. Thor is yeah. is in New Zealand right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. In an office with Daryl. He's on Team yeah. Daryl. Oh, I love that. That's so great. That's so Yeah, they um that's in the uh extras on Disney Plus. So. Okay, <laughs> actually, can I complain about Disney Plus again for <laughs> Sure. I really like Alright, this is a
1: call-up post to Disney.
2: <laughs> a lot of yeah, send this to them People have a lot of problems with Disney Plus. Less than they did when it launched. I've always liked it a lot, and I think it's It's mostly pretty good, but here's why I hate it. (laughs) But here's why it's the worst streaming No, but here's why it's uh, they are not great at putting special features on for the right movies. Like there are a ton of like other movie special features on the Civil War page, and I don't know why. Like there's special features for like the First Avenger and like Thor: The Dark World just on that page. Like they fucked it up. They put the wrong special features for the wrong movie. And I looked at Endgame and that has a bunch of other ones too, where that has like the full like First Avenger making of on it. And I was like, Why isn't that under First Avenger? I didn't get to watch that when we did our episode. What the fuck? So yeah, I don't know. Get your fucking game together. Get, get your, your game shit together. together, Disney. Get your endgame together. But at the same time, they're like the only streaming service that gives you the extras anyway, so I shouldn't be complaining. Like, yeah, they're, great, they're literally
1: but. the only way to see them without just buying the DVDs, but who owns DVDs anymore?
2: Anyway, hardly important. What was I talking about? <laughs> I remember Anthony Mackie saying before Winter Soldier came out, he's like, this is like Avengers 2.5. Because <laughs> that was the first Avengers movie that wasn't an Avengers movie that really had like other characters in it. Like now we have like, you know, Tony and Spider Man are in his movie, and then Thor and Hulk are in their movie. That was the first time where it's like, yeah, you get Captain America, Black Widow, and Falcon. Avengers two point five. I mean, it, that, it, that's kind of what it feels like. I, yeah, but then when you get to Captain America Civil War, and it's like, is this Avengers like two point ninety eight or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is, this is so much closer than that. Is that has like two other characters? It has like all of them. So. I will say that though that's an advantage the movie uh, does not have over the comic book because you get to the the last like two issues of that comic book beautiful splash panels of like hundreds of of Marvel characters fighting each other you get to the airport battle in this movie. Yes, it's there's one literally of the, like twelve of them. It's one it. of the best <laughs> action scenes in any of these, but at the same time, there's six people running at each other and it's so empty. Like it's cause the camera swoops in like it's gonna be a big splash page yeah, it's thing. Just, it's not. It's absolutely just, like, not.
1: tiny dots on the screen. Yeah,
2: they're just tiny. <laughs> and I love it. That sequence we'll we'll get very in depth on that sequence because that's like the pinnacle there's of so the movie. There's so much good stuff in that. It's all great. There's so many wonderful character combinations where it's like, why is Spider Man fighting Black Widow? I love it's because they're both spiders is that why <laughs> and they're fighting and i i was so i it's great i would just like but, to
1: say that this movie got me very excited again for uh falcon and the winter soldier
2: oh big time because this movie um this really has all, all the sam bucky stuff mm-hmm. like you can tell you move up your chair like, <laughs> no <laughs> all the gears are turning in this movie like behind the scenes where it's like well, these guys are great together. We'll put them together, and then maybe in five years—this movie's five years old.
1: I know that's
2: crazy. It's... Jesus Christ! Oh <laughs> uh, my God! And that's another reason this works. Like, I don't mind that six people running at each other at the end of the day because they all have personal connections, basically. And the ones who don't have personal connections fascinate me because the the relationship, especially between like Tony Stark and Bucky Barnes. You don't really realize it until you really start thinking about it, but Tony really has no idea who that is. No. He doesn't know who he is like on the field, really, and then when they, he just finds out he kills his parents, it's like, does this mean anything to you because you don't know who that guy is? <laughs> and so when then he turns up an endgame, I guess Tony just doesn't care. Like, Who is that to you?
1: Yeah, it's just like there's so many people in these movies that it's really funny to see the ones that don't know each other at all. Yeah. Because... Like,
2: that's a that's a great uh, that's a highlight for me too. Towards the end, when Tony visits them in prison, he's like, "Hank Pym always said do 'Don't trust the stars. Yes, yeah, who are he's, you? Who are you? Doesn't <laughs> know Scott Lang. And there's also another thing about Bucky. Like, there's a line at like towards the very end of the movie where Bucky's like, "Are your friends gonna be okay?" Like, he says that to Cap. So it's like you're not yeah, friends like, with any of these. I don't people. know any of these people. Yeah.
1: I'm just here because of you. Yeah, <laughs> he's
2: he's really fighting. Like, yeah. I don't understand. I love that though. That's Bucky kind of gets to be a character in this. He, he's not a character before or after this. Yeah, no. He gets some stuff to he's do. He's just Steve's
1: friend just for the Steve's rest of the like yeah. the rest of the series.
2: Yeah, which is fine. Whatever.
1: <laughs> I also like the the combinations of people that kind of aren't even taking it seriously.
2: Oh, like yeah, like Black Widow and Hawkeye. Yeah, There's they're just kinda like famous. Yeah, moment. we don't
1: agree, but like whatever. Yeah, you were putting your
2: punches. Yeah. Wanda <laughs> comes in, yeah. Oh, okay. Can we just so we are at, we are five episodes deep into WandaVision we at the sure time are. of recording. When the show wraps up, we'll do a full episode on it. <laughs> and it will go for maybe longer than the show has. <laughs> uh, but as of now, I'm not gonna spoil. Actually, I am. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not, but I am.
1: Spoiler warning for Wandavision, for WandaVision if you still it. somehow haven't seen it.
2: Skip like, and if you haven't seen it, you already know this. <laughs> uh, anyway, but skip like a minute ahead or whatever. Watching the the scenes where they talk, there's really the the two main ones, which is the well, whatever. It's yeah. you know what they are, but it's just like you look at her. And you're like, you're going to. These are the moments that are going to motivate you to drag his corpse around in a fantasy world. Yeah. Like, I look into her eyes, and that's all I can do. <laughs> that's, that's why another reason I wanted to watch Age of Ultron again, because they're both introduced in that movie. Yeah. it's just like, are there any clues? But, yeah, here? they don't
1: even have very. Do they have any dialogue together? He saves her at one point
2: in that movie. Okay. He, yeah, that's it's like a. And they exchange like a. Yeah, there's like there's like a one like quick thing. Like, okay, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, no, it's mostly in in this, and I find that so interesting. To we're in the middle of the craziest thing these movies have ever done, probably. I mean, they did wipe out like most of the cast yeah. once,
1: but <laughs> other
2: than that, these movies are fucking nuts. We know,
1: but <laughs> literally something insane happens every other movie. That's probably true. I just find it so crazy that it's like,
2: oh, yeah, Paprikash. That's going to fucking motivate you guys to- And He's talking about the Infinity Stone. You know I don't know what this is. It's like, oh, God. Oh, jeez. Oh, you're going to get that ripped out of your brain. Yeah.
1: It was very interesting seeing how easily Wanda can just overpower him.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's another interesting thing. When she overpowers him, the Mind Stone goes red. I've never seen it change color before or since. So I found that really interesting that she has that kind of power in her. But again, she could have wiped out Thanos <laughs> if he if he didn't if he wasn't like fuck hell fuck shit <laughs> and, and called in the brigade or whatever. Yeah, he'd go, oh
1: god, oh fuck! Oh god, exactly, <laughs> he was
2: seconds away from just being decimated by one literally person. like but, crushed. Yeah, he would have been. He would have been. But yeah, one to Maximoff in this because she also kind of initiate like obviously Tony Stark did Sokovia, but then at the start of this movie, she kills all the Wakandans, and then you see like a the corpse of a child on the
1: news footage It's yeah. like this
2: movie's this is a Disney movie. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up for a Disney movie. Looking
1: back at the commercial in the newest episode, that tagline on it is really fucked it's up.
2: So fucked <laughs> up for me. that's one of the greatest jokes these this universe has ever
1: pulled. I love it so much. <laughs> when you make a mess you
2: didn't mean I just saw that and I I just <laughs> I vomited <my> <laughs> because that's so brilliant. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, one division segment over, I think. But just the fact that she causes it, like the first real scene, other than the Bucky scene, which becomes very relevant later. um, You see her, and then she blows up that building. That is totally on her. Oh my god! I mean, to be fair, she didn't really have a choice. She didn't, but she she still did it. It's her fault. I mean, you know, her and Cap even talk about that like five minutes after. They're like, this is. I should have both of I us figured this out, but and she's like, "Yeah, well, like fucking should not have thrown him into a building." <laughs> Still murdered
1: like forty people, yeah, and blew up an entire building.
2: Yes, Jesus Christ, yeah, that's whatever. I love them all. <laughs> None of them can do anything wrong except for when they constantly do. Uh,
1: yeah, except for when they get a bunch of innocent people killed.
2: Yeah. But in the comic, it's obviously much worse.
1: Because oh, absolutely!
2: It's the fucking new warriors, and they're like, "Oh man, dude, we're doing a reality show," and then they
1: and you they know, blow up an entire school. They take
2: on a villain who's a little above their pay grade, and he decimates an
1: elementary school. Yeah, he kills like nine hundred children.
2: Yeah, which is obviously much worse, but it's also a little ridiculous. Like that's yeah, a bit. that's one of the things where. It's like I used to be like, oh, that's crazy, you know, I'm like, "Uh, that's a little gratuitous, (laughs) you don't need that, really, and it's not, it kind of makes it not personal, it's not something they really did themselves, It's just something some D-list idiots did.
1: There are so many innocent people that die in that comic, it is fucking insane. (laughs)
2: Yeah, and then Reed Richards is like,
1: should I make a Thor clone?
2: Yeah, let's and then like a
1: robot Thor clone. Let's
2: make a Thor clone and that kills Goliath and everybody's like, Gee, everybody switches sides at that point. Yeah, so like oh my god,
1: Spider Man almost gets killed by Tony.
2: Yeah, and then Steve almost kills Frank Castle later. That's see my main problem when I say my problem is with the characterization. It's like obviously it's skewed, so you're mad at Tony because Tony's recruiting like super villains and, and <laughs> all this terrible stuff and you know he's sending like shield death squads after superheroes but Captain America is a dick in that comic like he is I'm not on his side I'm not on anyone's side in that comic by the end I'm more on Tony's side <laughs> like at the end I'm like yes actually because Cap's just like fuck it I'm going underground which is the way he does in the movie but it's a nice Captain America who's mostly right and we like him yeah it's it's a Captain America
1: who still has morals <laughs>
2: I think the Tony Stark introduction scene is pretty great. Whether or not you like the CG, because this is, it's not the first de-aging, but I think this is the one that sets the trend of having de-aging in almost everything. Cause, it's well, definitely I, I impressive. I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. There is two effect moments in this movie that people really complain about, and I've always been, when people like take it out of context, I'm like, yeah, that's weird. But then when I go back and watch the movie, I'm like, no, that's fine. And one, they're both Tony Stark related. Actually, the first one is that where they de-age him and he looks like he's like, you know, like twenty or whatever. Yeah. I think it looks really good. I think it looks like, like if you watch Robert Downey Jr. in '80s movies, it's like that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what he looks that's like. That's exactly what he looks like. Just a yeah, younger version yeah, of what I he think, looks like now. I
1: think people are just aren't used to seeing him without wrinkles.
2: <laughs> no, well, also yeah, I mean, it's he probably hasn't looked like that in twenty years. Yeah, it's just point. like
1: it's not that it looks bad. It's just that people aren't used to what it looks like so that makes it bad <laughs>
2: right yeah because I mean I could that could be so much worse like
1: oh absolutely
2: I don't know if you've ever seen Tron Legacy <laughs>
1: uh, yeah I, I've seen it
2: <laughs> Jeff Bridges in that and it's <laughs> really terrible he looks just because it's hard to make someone younger because you're just like adding like a sheen over their yeah. face and shiny and whatever and it's like that's not what anyone's ever looked like yeah, it that's... makes
1: them look kind of plasticky
2: exactly yeah ex- exactly I'm made out of know, plastic. I'm gonna live forever. Uh, but, but no, exactly. So there's that moment, and then later in the airport fight, people complain about Iron Man's head in the costume. Have you heard about this, where it looks like it's like floating around and not lining up with the suit?
1: Yeah, I I definitely thought it looked a little weird. But I mean, it makes sense to me. Obviously, it's not gonna look.
2: Think it's as bad as people think it is.
1: Yeah, it's not like distractingly bad. It's just that it looks a little weird. But again, I think it's just a thing where like. His head just looks too small for the suit because the helmet's bigger. Yeah. So
2: But at the same time, it's like he's done that in the other movies and it's looked better, I think. And people don't really complain. Like, I think people think it's this one specifically where it's just like the effect is weird. I don't think it's weird. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think if you don't think know. about it too much, because I, I was staring at it both times I watched it because I was like, does this look weird? It's supposed to look weird, but it doesn't. <laughs> I think yeah. it's totally fine. Whatever.
1: I think um, it's just like it's like nitpicks. Like, it doesn't take away from the movie. Oh, like, no. They're, they're not distracting or I anything. just think it's
2: worth discussing. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to me when people are like in these huge movies where it's like an effect is wrong. It's like, is it? <laughs> is it? I mean, maybe, but it's not that bad, surely. Is it just me or does
1: vision change color throughout the movie?
2: <laughs> is it just me or does vision change color when he gets the Infinity Stone ripped out of his forehead? <laughs> <'Cause> I, <think laughs> I mean, like, he sure does.
1: But- I feel like the shade of red that he is changes depending on what scene he's in. Mm. That, that's it's just possible. like a minor thing, but I, it, he I just looks more it. and less red. Well,
2: I have to get a side by side. Yeah, I have no idea, but it could yeah, no, be.
1: This just, just something that I noticed It probably isn't actually there.
2: No, maybe, I mean, maybe it's lighting. I don't know. And maybe, do you like his sweater vests?
1: I do. It, it looks great. I'm glad
2: that they have brought back Vision wearing human clothes on that show. Yeah, <laughs> It's great because he looks great in them. Uh, oh man, there's because there's one element of this, and I'm sure you can probably guess. Like that's gonna be really sad to talk about. And I really, there is an actor in this movie that's gonna be really sad to talk about. Franny, Black Panther. Franny.
1: Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. I like. I literally. <laughs> When I saw him I was like, Aw Yeah. It but was... I don't know why I blanked on it now. Yeah. I was trying to like think of like who's in this movie.
2: <laughs> everyone. Yeah, yeah, literally everyone. Yeah, just go through all of them. You should go in alphabetical order for me. <laughs> in <been> there immediately. <laughs> but no, um yeah, it didn't I didn't really think about it until I like, was watching the movie and once they were like Eleven Wakandans died in the in Lagos or whatever, I was like
1: Oh, oh no. no! Yeah, it
2: hit me. I was like, "Shit, I have to see him tonight." That's tough. Yeah,
1: and then later on, he's literally the entire post-credit scene. Yeah, he's literally is, yeah. Cap in Wakanda and setting up for Black Panther.
2: Yeah, that's one of those post-credit scenes where it's like, and I think I've probably talked about this. I feel like I talked about this super recently, where it's like that should be before the credits. That should yeah. be that felt not like an last, entire scene. Like that la- was
1: pretty long.
2: Yeah. Well, actually. The post credit scene of the Black Panther movie, I also want to be part of the movie because that's when he like tells people about Wakanda in the press conference. That should be in the film. (laughs) Like there's a lot of these like late stage Marvel ones where it's like, no, put that in the movie. Like that's not a post credit scene.
1: scene. (laughs) Maybe
2: yeah, well you have a second one, which is bad, but (laughs) Oh, is there a second one? Yeah.
1: I only watched the first one. I didn't know there was two of them.
2: Yeah, there is. Because the second one is Peter Parker. And he has like the watch that has like the light on the ceiling, right? You remember that?
1: Oh, I do remember. Where he's that. like yeah.
2: talking to Aunt May, and he's like, "Oh, this, yeah, I got in a fight with this guy named Steve. His friend was huge."
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I do remember that
2: continuity. If we're talking about that, his face is fucked up because you know he got he got his ass beat <laughs> multiple times <laughs> by, by lots like, of people out of, half his of the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. His first day on the job, whatever. <laughs> At the start of Homecoming, his face is not like beat up. Like, this is supposed to be immediately after because we see Tony drop him off at home at the start of that movie, Mm -hmm. after this movie, and his face is just totally fine. But at the end of Civil War, the post credit scene, which takes place after that scene in Homecoming, his face is fine.
1: These movies are bad. They can't keep continuity. Destroy
2: your movies. <laughs> well, Homecoming has so many continuity. MCU, things. you're over. Homecoming is is the one is the messiest one where right? it's like what are you doing? what are you doing? <laughs> Especially, I mean, mostly the eight years later thing.
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna say I'm just waiting for the, the eight year time jump. Jesus, yeah, that's
2: so bad. How I do mean you fuck that up?
1: Because of the pandemic, the MCU is slowly catching up to our time. Yeah, that's I mean, actually a good like, point. In Endgame, what year was it? Twenty three. 2023 so yeah they have like two years but it doesn't
2: make sense in homecoming because it's it's the avengers 2012 yeah no that that doesn't make any sense that's so bad yeah (laughs) so i'm just saying that's stupid but you're that's also a good point i hadn't thought about that that yeah yeah i
1: mean there were what like five years ahead when endgame came out and now they're only like two years ahead
2: yeah i guess they must be that's that's really bizarre no i hadn't even thought about that but i do remember after endgame being like it's weird that these movies don't take place in modern day now i kind of don't like that as much. Well. like that is a little in the future it's like oh yeah. well, like,
1: like just slightly yeah okay so
2: i guess we if we're talking about black panther oh another complaint i have about that post credit scene about the black panther one that is not what Wakanda looks like in that, in the movie. Like, the Wakanda at the yeah. end of this is so. They clearly hadn't developed what it would look like yet. There is That's no fine. way that exists anywhere in Wakanda. That's so stupid. It was like.
1: It was only like two minutes. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. But this is our job yeah. <laughs> to,
2: to complain about it.
1: All we do on this show is complain about small things.
2: <laughs> but he's incredible in this, of course. Oh, yeah.
1: He's great. Just
2: like he is in everything. But, God, he. Because it's like in a movie where you're introducing Spider Man, which talk about for 80 minutes later because that's like that's what when that's everyone such was a big deal was going in we were all so fucking excited to see spider-man but the fact that this also introduces black panther and he's not overshadowed in any way like yeah. he's he's great he i has- feel
1: like everybody gets a pretty decent spread of screen time i don't think anybody really like overshadows the movie other than obviously tony and captain right. america But it it's their
2: movie yeah, yeah it's their right.
1: movie so they don't count. No, exactly. All the side characters they get pretty evenly that's spread.
2: That's something all these like big event movies are great at. It's like everyone gets the time they yeah, need. They all get their <laughs> no spotlight, which is really good. Which is why you can put a bunch of Avengers in like, you can put Hulk in a Thor movie. Because, like, no, it's not going to overshadow him. They'll both have exactly as much time as they need. Yeah, it's great.
1: Mm-hmm. They'll have wacky shenanigans Go they
2: wacky shenanigans whenever you see Hulk's ass. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. I'm saying <laughs> you're so excited for to see Hulk's, Hulk's ass. ass. Yeah, yeah. well, the thing is, not a Hulk's ass. <laughs> but I almost watched that, like, the other night. I was like, no, I gotta wait. I gotta wait. It's been so long since I've seen it, because I love so it. It's so good. But it's like, oh, but it's also a comedy, so it won't be as surprising if I wait. Yeah. Like, I know all of it already, but still, I ah, talking about T'Challa. God, he's got so many great fucking moments. Also, yeah. the heart i think—the hardest part for me is hearing him talk about how death isn't the end or whatever. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah,
1: this this movie's a, a little hard to watch when, like, with a lot of his scenes just because of. You know what happened in real life? <laughs>
2: yeah, which is it's horrible. This is the first time I've obviously I've seen the sits that happened. It's like oh my god! Like I've seen movies that he's been in since he passed away, but geez, like it it's, is it's just different here. <laughs> seeing him in that character too is incredible. Like, yeah, he's,
1: he's I think this so is cool. probably what he was known the most for.
2: Oh, of course, yeah. Well, that's that's one of the things if we want to get heavy, where it's like when one of these people die in real life, like so many kids see them as that superhero, so it's like that hero's gone. Like, so many kids looked up to Black Panther. Not just Chadwick Boseman, the guy, but also the character he played meant so much to so many, like, young people especially. And it's like, so when he passes away, it's a huge deal because it's like, not only did we lose a wonderful actor and a great person, but we lost a superhero also. Like, it's, it's, it's really just devastating.
1: No, something that's horrible to think about.
2: Jesus Christ! Why <laughs> did you say that? You're gonna like, jinx it, and Mark is gonna bite it this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I, I didn't think about that until now. <laughs> like, they're all, Not, really <laughs> unless know. the world just ends, then that, that wouldn't matter. That's, but. That'd
2: be the greatest thing about the world ending is we wouldn't have to. <laughs> d- is that horrible? I don't know. It's all this horrible? But whatever, we got, we got plenty of time. They're gonna live forever. They're gonna be fine.
1: Let's talk about something happier, um, like like Zemo trying to shoot himself.
2: <laughs> God, that's so good. Well, again, one of his best moments. Mm-hmm. Rage is consumed, Avengers has consumed, you Even it's though consuming them. I won't, I'm done letting it consume me. Yeah. Incredible. All he has so many of the best lines. His chase scene with with Bucky and Cap and Falcon is one of the greatest.
1: I think it's one of the best action set pieces in the in the MCU but also in this movie.
2: when this movie, the three major action set pieces are all one of the best, in my opinion. I think all three of the sequences in this are Oh, yeah, like, they're incredible. the greatest action scenes. Or at least up there, because there's so fucking many. Uh, we're so lucky to have this movie. <laughs> it's, so gr- <laughs> it's so great. It's great, and it happened at the exact right time in this universe.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is... What phase is this? Is this two? This is the start of three oh yeah this did start because they were just
2: like three's gonna go forever it's a hundred movies <laughs> <laughs> which was really annoying but that's okay because um, yeah phase one's like six phase two's like six I think yeah I think it is and then phase three's like 80 or whatever yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like 14 it's gonna keep going it's like, no please stop just cut it off cut it this is phase four Spider-Man Far From Home is Phase 3. How is that Phase (laughs) 3? That's basically, or Spider-Man 2, whatever. That's basically Iron Man 3. It's very similar, dealing with the last big movie. (laughs) Iron Man 3, that's about dealing with Avengers. That's the start of Phase 2. Civil War, it's about dealing with Age of Ultron. That's the end of Phase 2, or Ant-Man, whatever. And then, you know, fucking Spider-Man should be about dealing with Endgame. But what's it going to be, Black Widow, which happens before? Shut the fuck (laughs) up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up.
1: Fuck you, Marvel! You Fuck suck. Fuck you, Kevin Feige. <laughs> Fuck you, you. Can't do for, your job properly. Can't do shit. <laughs> no,
2: it's pretty cool. I like him. <laughs> um, but God, God, I yeah. Some some of some of that stuff. You know what also sucks? <laughs> this movie I love and think is one of my favorite movies. Probably, I hate that on Disney Plus is <laughs> complaining about two things that it back around Disney Plus. Disney Plus and the phases. Now phase 4, it should be because they're all divided, phase 1, phase 2, phase 3, then there's one that's like all of them and release date and then one that's chronological order, which is awesome. But phase 3 is now phase 3 and 4 and it's everything and then WandaVision. It's like <laughs> just make it phase 4 and it's just one and then we'll see it get added to as so time goes on. That's exciting. That means there's things to come.
1: No, they're going to wait for like enough to like fill in one row and then they're going to create it's five.
2: I think it's five. Yeah, so there's going to be
1: f- all the shows are going to come out and then it, they'll, there's going to finally going to be a, a slot for it. It's so annoying.
2: <laughs> it's so annoying. Just Anyway, whatever. We're, we're lucky. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but God, I do. Um Watching Captain America in full outfit, drive an Audi is weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh I do God. like his. I do like his costume in this though.
2: Yeah. It's, basically just the age of old costume i think i don't like
1: that one yeah it's, it's, the, it's
2: <laughs> not the best one but it's a good one. Yeah. what's your favorite my favorite is probably the Endgame, game world, the scaly
1: one if i had to be honest i don't know if i do like the scaly one but i don't know if it's one of my favorites i like the more the more uh the suits with more like leather parts of it Oh my god! <laughs> What's Franny been up to in his spare time? Uh, no, that's all right, Franny.
2: You can say whatever you want. Wait, so what? Do you, so do you mean like the the World War II one? Yeah, I, I really like favorite. the
1: World War II one, and I really like the Winter Soldier one. Yeah, I think it'd be between those two. Okay, yeah, because the the Winter
2: Soldier and the First Avengers ones are the two most different ones. I think. Yeah, and most of them kind of fall in the same, especially in like this and. And Age of because I think they're the same suit. I'm sure there's something different, but I think I'm they're sure the same. there's
1: like probably like slight differences. I'm but... sure
2: yeah, the bands are smaller or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But either way, yeah. I mean, I think everybody's in mostly is in like my preferred costume for them in this movie. Like I feel like that about Age of I think Age of Ultron everyone looks the best. Like I'm like these are my favorite costumes for these six characters, pretty much. Like Black Widow has the but perfect hair.
1: <laughs> Age of Ultron. Doesn't have vision in a sweater, so no. Of course, not.
2: <laughs> in casual wear, no. <laughs> oh God, there was something that I wanted to bring up about casual clothes in this, and it's not the horrible incognito disguises. Oh my God, that's I don't so know why silly. they still kept those because they're so, so unconvincing, it's so silly. Like that is that is so goofy. Like them wearing the like the hoodies and the Converse and Winter Soldier. That makes sense. That's better. Like you know, at least you're playing Steve Rogers as like a dorky guy at the Mac store. Or whatever. <laughs> That's different. But when you're making it like this, is literally just a baseball hat, leather jacket, and sunglasses, and everyone's wearing it. Like they look yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> They're Everybody's so out of wearing. place. It's Wanda's wearing it at the start. They're all in incognito at the start, and then fucking Sam is wearing it, and Steve is wearing it, and is no, and Nat is wearing it later. And I'm Bucky pretty sure wears he, it at some Bucky point. Bucky definitely wears it. It's
1: like most of the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, most of the movie. So I, I don't know. That's that's so. They stupid. could have done better. It. Oh, I also want to say about the MIT scene. You get your community cameo because the Russo brothers were a big part of the the show Community, and you get Jim Rash who played the dean on that show, the bald guy at the start, time so like, with that self cooking hot dog or whatever. I don't think that's a great bit. <laughs> I think that's like that's out of place in this movie. That's not the style of humor for me. But I also like that he's basically playing the exact character he played on that show who was the dean of a school. And so it's like, maybe it's the same guy he and he up got in the world. promoted or demoted, <laughs> either way. And I also think we when we did our first two Avengers episodes with Tim, we were always talking about the setup and payoff in those movies. This one has a lot of my favorite, too. It's it's not as much in comedy, and there's like, oh, you know, call me, I'll leave you on hold. I like to watch the line blink. And then he does that at the end or whatever. But especially with, you see like two flashes of Bucky killing Tony's parents early on. It's the first thing you see. and You don't really see what he actually does. You see him get the serums or whatever. And the second time you see a little bit more. And it's like, oh, he definitely killed somebody. And then the third time it's like, ah, mm. no! <laughs> <laughs> it was just me in the theater and every time i watch
1: it now um... i'm sure it was literally everyone in the theater because oh, it was. marvel movies in the theater are insane i saw it
2: 3 times in the theater i'm pretty sure but yeah no every time it's it's more it's harder ever, like even though i watched it twice this week like the second time it's like no 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 because both times it's like oh tony's going to be so mad <laughs> i don't care he killed my mom <laughs> like that's so <laughs> fucking sad yeah the way he says some of it
1: I think that that fight at the end between Cap and Bucky against uh, Tony—that is one of the most iconic fights in the whole MCU. I think.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that whole fight is
1: great. Yeah, I, I love it so much. I like literally, I was waiting the entire movie just for it to happen because I love that fight well, so much. That fight
2: is the point of the movie. There's mm-hmm. literally the line the airport in the airport scene when Sam says, "This isn't the real fight, Steve," because it's like, no, we're just. We're all fighting to like prove our allegiance or whatever. To fill
1: time. No,
2: (laughs) but later on, it's like no, you guys are trying to. I have never believed that two people in these movies are trying to kill each other as much as I do in that scene. Like
1: they are ruthless. I I mean, Tony literally takes off Bucky's arm.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, and he like yeah. Well, it starts with him just slapping Cap in the face. He backhands him. (laughs) It's great. I love it, and then. Of course, I mean, do we want to talk about the end fight yet? Because there's like so We can so save. Much. We can save. Okay, okay, because that's that's the pit. I mean,
1: goal. we haven't even touched on the airport scene. Or... Yeah, yeah. I feel or like the there's... most useless character in this movie. <laughs> Who's Sharon Carter? <laughs> oh, I wasn't. Yeah, because her that her, her entire character is very weird in this. But I, yeah, well, we'll uh, okay. Do you want to get into we, that who now? Who are you gonna say? Cause I, I was to gonna forget. say Zemo. He doesn't need to be in this movie. No, he's
2: great. And he's great. <laughs> He doesn't need to be in this movie. (laughs) I think it's great that he's in this. But we will... Okay, let's talk about Sharon Carter first, and then we'll talk about Zemo.
1: I hate her relationship with Steve. It's so creepy.
2: (laughs) Also, is he her niece now? Is is that his niece now? I think so. Ah! (laughs) 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 Okay, so... Look. Sharon Carter, Emily Van Camp, it's not her fault. It's not her fault. She performs it totally fine. This
1: is yeah, nothing to do with it's her. It's purely a writing thing. She acts it fine.
2: I think they're going to probably fix that character in Falcon Winter Soldier, and we'll see her and be like, oh, it's great. They found out what to do with that character. People are going to say that when that I show comes so. out. That's my prediction. Because, you know, you get like. Yeah, like everyone complained about Darcy for seven years or whatever, or for, for a couple of years or whatever. You take her out of the movies, you bring her back, and everyone's like, "I
1: know who that is." <laughs> suddenly, everybody loves Darcy in Wandavision. Yeah, Did people like her before.
2: No, she. That's why I I always suspected this. Why they took her out of the movies?
1: I thought nobody liked her, and suddenly everybody likes her. But she's exactly the same in Wandavision. Well, that's
2: something that we've talked about. I don't. I think we talked about it just in our personal lives. I don't know if we talked about it on the show where we're like. It's great that she didn't come back and now is like super actually smart and funny. Like she is playing it like a zany early two thousand tens character. Like she's still making bad jokes and the writers know they're bad jokes or whatever and still yeah. saying dumb shit. It's like that's not how the like the MCU is past that in its humor, I think. Like, you know, you get obviously there's safer movies that with with broader jokes like Ant Man and the Wasp or whatever, but like that is not the style of humor. That's the style of humor in those first Thor movies. Yeah, and she still plays it like that so it doesn't feel like you're trying to adapt her to this era it's just like no she's the same because if they changed her it'd be weird it's like why'd you bring her back and and change her I don't know but you make her the same okay it doesn't feel as contrived I like that she's back but I don't know why everyone's pretending that she was their favorite character and they missed her so much yeah no no
1: no. don't don't lie nobody likes her <laughs> you know, it, made me, it
2: made me so mad that people noticed the Jimmy Wu card trick thing because I felt so smart for noticing that. <laughs> at my first watch, and then everyone said it. I was like, "Fuck
1: you God, guys!" I want, I want, it you show so bad.
2: Funeral scenes great. Peggy Carter do funeral. like that. That's I good. Think that's where it ends. I like her <laughs> her speech. That kind of motivates Captain America to be like, "Yeah, if you know that what's going on is wrong, and you're right, but it's going to be a lot harder for you to prove you're right." do it, because it's gonna be worth it in the end, basically. You gotta, you you can't just fall over for this, and that's kind of the push he needs to be like, okay, Tony, yeah, we're gonna, this is gonna be Fuck you, Tony. I'm gonna fucking destroy you. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna beat you up for being sad about your mom, (laughs) but but we'll get there, we'll get there. I know it's all we want to talk about, but we'll get there. Um, But yeah, no, after that, it's like, she gives them the, it's not like she doesn't do important stuff, it's not like she shouldn't be in the movie, it's just it's just I, that
1: they have a very weird relationship. It would be
2: fine if that one moment wasn't in it.
1: Yeah, like,
2: her turning on the TV so they can watch the Zemo thing, even though they're not supposed to. That's a cool moment. Her bringing back the clothes. That's fu- oh jeez. <laughs> her bringing the, the like you
1: know bird costume. <laughs>
2: that's fun. But yeah,
1: that kiss should not have happened.
2: It's so weird because it's like this is the niece of Captain America's long lost love, and they make out in like a. Uh, under a parking bridge. garage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and it's weird because it's like he this whole trilogy a lot of it is about him and Peggy. Like Winter Soldier that's <laughs> there's still a big point of that yeah. movie like Natasha's tra- constantly trying to set him up with people and he doesn't want to be set up because he's still in love with Peggy Carter. But I guess he's not so in love with her that he won't just make out with her niece. But then as we know spoilers for Avengers Endgame that movie ends the way I always wanted it to end, where he goes back in time to live a real life with Peggy. But that Sharon Carter is now also his niece and related to him by blood, which is makes this even grosser. Like this was already weird. Yeah. In, in 2016, this was weird. In after 2019, this is kind of gross it went
1: from being just kind of weird to being incest and that's bad no it's so
2: bizarre especially when it's captain america and it's like everything he's ever done i agree with pretty much yeah except this which is very morally weird (laughs) (laughs) and it's the fact that he knew that he was like yeah i got horny over sharon carter i'm gonna go back in time and become her like uncle or whatever it's like that's horrifying that's bad (laughs) so i don't know Zemo, on the other hand, is great, and I love that he's just drowning people in sinks. It's it's good. Um,
1: he's great, but I feel like he really didn't need to be in this movie. Why do you say that? Because his entire goal is just to get the Avengers to fight each other, which is something they're already doing.
2: That is true.
1: So there's no point of him doing what he's doing. I guess, okay. <laughs> like, okay. They, the entire movie, they try to make it seem like he wants to get the super soldiers, but he doesn't. He just kills them all at the end. Yeah, that's one of my favorite so, elements of this. Well, I do think that's great, <laughs> but that kind of ruins his entire purpose of being in the movie because then his entire motivation has nothing to do with him. <laughs> but that- and then he gets arrested, and they're like, whoa, your plan failed. And he's like, no, it didn't. It went exactly how I wanted. It had nothing to do with you. You didn't do anything <laughs> other than make Tony more mad at
2: but at the thing Cap? is, Tony had realized that Cap was right. It looked like they were going to come to an understanding. And at the moment where they were finally going to reconnect and everything was going to be okay, Baron Zemo was like, or Hemlock Zemo, sorry, fuck you guys. But, uh, <laughs> it just like, you know what? I'm going to drop the biggest bomb possible. I'm about to end this man's whole career. <laughs> and it shows him basically the worst thing he could have ever showed him. Like that fight would not have happened if that didn't happen. They were starting to come to a point of understanding. Like, he was trying to... And also, a big point of it is, like, a lot of people are very divided because it looks like Captain America's best friend blew up the UN. Like that's pretty insane. Yeah. I Yeah, I guess. And I also just think it's it's great that it's, like... No, because you see with the Charlie Spencer thing, too, where it's, like, you guys fucked people's lives up. Yeah. Like, the fact that they destroyed his family, is like, jeez. Like, that also really shows you that it's hard to be on either of their sides but like everyone's making good points including Zemo and I like that yeah so I I think it's I think his inclusion is great he leads to a lot of my favorite like setup payoff moments too like little ones not like this is the biggest thing ever but just like little filmmaking stuff, like the voicemail is one of the greatest things because he's listening to it in like a cafe and you're like, what's what's that about? Is he just have like a wife or whatever?
1: Yeah, it, they make it seem like it's like a, a phone call that he's on and right. not just like a voicemail.
2: But then at the end, you find out it is, it's just a voicemail from his dead wife who the Avengers are directly responsible <laughs> for destroying. It's like, that is horrifying. You have that and then you also have, like you were mentioning, the Winter Soldiers thing is great. Because there's that scene, and it was the end credit scene of Ant-Man, too, where Bucky's arm is stuck in the thing. He's like, your mom's name is Sarah. Uh, But in this, it's extended where he's like, no, I wasn't the only Winter Soldier. There were all these other super soldiers, and it was the most powerful army. It could destroy a country in a night or whatever. And when I first saw that, and I think this is the point, you're like, oh, no. Is this going to be like, oh, you know, um, they're gonna fight right now, but then at the end they're gonna unite to defeat the common enemy. These fucking Winter Soldiers you've never heard of before, and it's like, please. yeah, the
1: the five other Winter Soldiers. It's or... like
2: no, like it makes you think it's gonna be the most cliched thing. It'd be like if BVS. <laughs> it's just gonna fucking say it'd be like Batman Superman had to team up <laughs> to fight a common enemy, or in the future when Kong and Godzilla are gonna have to team up to defeat a common Mecha enemy. Mecha-Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, exactly.
1: Like they need to just pit two things against each other and have them stay enemies.
2: <laughs> well, that's kind of why I think this movie works because obviously the end he's like, I'm sorry, I do wish that we agreed, but we're still friends or whatever. But it's like you think that he's they're going to go to that facility and fight all the winter soldiers and then fight Zemo and the day is saved. We agree on everything. Everything's fine he Gets there, they're all just shot in the head, they're all just fucking dead. Yeah, like it's 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 the most matter of fact thing, too. Like they walk in and it's like, Oh no, is this gonna ruin the movie? And no, they're all dead, yeah, and they fight no, each other, and they're like trying to kill each other. They open the
1: door, and it's like the first shot, it's just like, <laughs> Yeah, all of them are dead. Yeah,
2: I, I, I think that's brilliant. I think that's just a great like movie moment instead, of, not just a good superhero moment, which a lot of this is, but it's like, No, that's great filmmaking there. Yeah, you think we're gonna do this thing? No, they're all dead. <laughs> it's great. It's com- that's how you subvert expectations. I like the Russo <laughs> brothers a lot as filmmakers. I don't love them as like people, people. on no, not as people, but as people on press tours <laughs> who are like uh, answering all the questions that fans have, like making things canon. Like it's like J.K. Rowling. Remember when Endgame came out and people kept asking questions? That were like, uh, actually, uh, the reason, uh, they were like, actually, the reason they were they all got snapped into safe places. Then you watch WandaVision, it's like, is that is that a safe place to be? <laughs> were they snapped into a safe fucking place? They're all scared. It made it sound like they were all because everyone was like, What about people on airplanes? <laughs> They're like, No, everyone was fine. It's like they those people in that hospital were all like trampling each other. They were not fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know, I think it's dumb. But they make some pretty good movies, so I can't complain. I can't complain too much. And this is a pretty great movie. Okay, do you wanna talk about Spider Man?
1: Sure, we can talk about Spider Man.
2: It's one of the most exciting things ever. Was hearing. Do you remember when that first trailer came I, out? I do.
1: I, I remember, remember everyone on the internet fucking exploded. I remember <laughs> it
2: came out when we were in school. Like we were in. Yeah. It came out during lunch. We were,
1: yeah, we were in the lunch and line watching in the, the trailer. Lunch line. I
2: remember that. Yeah. I'm glad you remember that too. That was so. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I just remember the fucking excitement there. Because. Yeah. Forever, it was like, oh, we want Spider-Man in these movies. How great would it be to just watch Spider-Man hang out with Iron Man? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be great if we had a whole movie about how Spider-Man is becoming Iron Man? Yeah, wouldn't it be great? And it was pretty good. I liked it. I liked (laughs) liked both of them quite a bit, but... Because there was, like we talked about in the Age of Ultron episode, there was that like fake end credit scene with Spider-Man in it or whatever. And we were like, oh, this is all we ever want. And when they got the rights and we heard it was happening, we were all freaking out. And when we saw him in the trailer and he looked perfect, we were all freaking out. And then it happens in the movie. You go, you know, I, I, I have an idea. Where's yours? Downstairs. Where's yours? <laughs> <laughs> fucking left hand free playing queens.
1: And he's a little British He's boy, a little
2: yeah. British boy but you wouldn't know it. <laughs> uh, yeah no he does a good job he's hiding it. a pretty it. good job. There's, there's that one lane where he's like you have a middle arm that is awesome dude. <laughs> it's like don't make him sleep dude it's pretty bad. Uh, but most of it's pretty great and God, yeah, no, I've I've never felt such excitement. I don't think as I did when it just as queens on the screen, I was freaking the fuck. Everybody out. knew
1: where it was going. Everyone was yeah. so
2: excited at that point. You see him, and you see Aunt May immediately, and she's hot. Even though I thought she was hot in Spider Man too. <laughs> but, then, but then Yosef. sees Wait.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> what? What? I thought you meant Spider Man Two, like no, Sam Raimi Spider Man. Yes, too. that's what I mean. Okay, Rosemary Harris. Okay. <laughs> Okay,
2: uh, <laughs> that's horrible yellow eyes. Um, and then you get fucking yeah, Tony Stark, Tony Stark talking with Spider Man. That's still one of the best scenes in any of these movies. Like this movie has so many of my favorite scenes in this whole franchise. Like at least five of them probably, and that's one of them. That's, <laughs> your
1: top five are all in this movie.
2: Pretty much, I watch that scene all the time because it's it's just really good. it's fucking great. Like the way they talk.
1: You're the Spider Boy.
2: Spider Man, not that one's you that. Know? But the thing is, there are some things in that scene where I'm like, the characterization of spider mans probably better in this scene than it ever is again in these movies. <laughs> I love that. I love him in all these movies, but, god, that line where he's like, yeah, I just want to look out for the little guy. It's like, that was never true. <laughs> it turned out that was never true. So, so <laughs> uh, I don't love that. But Yeah. Like, it's great in this movie when he's like, when he, you know, that whole line about where it's like, When you can do the things I can, you don't, and then the bad things happen, they happen because of you. It's like, that's Spider-Man. There you go. You got it. You he's never like that ever again. And he's
1: not 30.
2: <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. Yeah, he doesn't look 30. Imagine
2: if Tony Stark went in there and he was like 30. <laughs> I also love that he's a fucking dumpster diving kid. Like yeah. He has like the, an old Mac. He got a DVD player off the side of the road or
1: whatever. Like, on, yeah, on his way back from school, he just found a DVD player.
2: What a great way to characterize Peter Parker. It's not like, oh, he's, he's super poor. It's like, no, he's reasonably poor.
1: Yeah, no, he's just like lower middle class. Yeah,
2: he's He's about, about maybe 72 hours away from inheriting billions of dollars and moving into a different apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, but that's okay. Again, Homecoming's continuity is a fun thing to talk about, <laughs> but that's okay. That's fine. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield will not be beaten for me in terms of Spider-Man performance, but... He's he's great. Yeah. He's got the quips down. He's got the the like fanboy out about the universe. They kind of give some of that to Scott Lang too, but it's different levels. Yeah. Like it's like Peter Parker doesn't Know who everybody is, really. It doesn't feel like. And Scott Lang's like, Oh, I saw you on the news. You're, you're great too. Like, yeah, yeah you're cool. Captain America. I've shaking your hand too long, aren't <laughs> I? Uh, yeah, I love that. I know you guys don't know a lot of hero guys, so thanks for thanking of me.
1: It was weird seeing Scott Lang say that <laughs> that Wanda's cool when, like, a few days <laughs> ago
2: <laughs> she blew up, That's such a good point. Yeah, you're cool too. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know you're uh... here too. No, she's literally yeah, a literally
1: murdered like 50 people, and he's like, Yeah, you're cool too. <laughs> she
2: was. A supervillain in Sokovia, and yeah. then she blew up literally, a building literally
1: like a month ago.
2: Yeah, what do you guys know about any of these people? Right? <laughs> I always that's something I've always wondered. Is like, like I was talking to this about somebody. It's like, how much does everybody know about? Maybe it was with you. It's like, how much does everybody know about the snap? Like, do yeah. they know all the details? Because I bet they don't. I bet they're just like, oh, everybody's gone. I'll know because yeah. everybody seems so like confused in WandaVision. Not even just like. The people on the ground, but at the same time, everybody in that office—it sounds like they've seen Endgame because they're like, "Oh, well, you know, Captain Marvel almost beat him." It's like, how could you fucking know that? Was somebody recording that? Did Did Tony's suit record that? Are you fucking Rooster brothers going to come in and tell me that's what happened?
1: I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure news got out about it somehow,
2: but nobody was there. Nobody it was. It Sounds like they were there. <laughs> it sounds like they sat in a theater and watched. Somebody Avengers talked Endgame. about it.
1: There was so many different superheroes there. You know, somebody said something about it. I've always wondered about this hypothetical. Oh God! <laughs> if if ant man went up Thanos' no, ass. No, yes, of course. <laughs> we almost, we almost
2: got it. No, I totally forgot about that until you said that. <laughs> I'm still. I'm, no, okay. If you could read the autobiography of one superhero, who would it be? Let's say MCU versions, and what would it be called?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I'm not creative enough for that, but okay. I think. Tony would be interesting even though a lot of pretty much his entire life is just in these movies.
2: But I mean, like if you were someone in that universe and you had never, you weren't there for any of it. Yeah. Like would you want to know, like would you be like, I wonder what World War Two was like. Yeah, I
1: think Cap would definitely be very interesting. <laughs> it
2: would probably just be called Star Spangled Man with a Plan, I guess. Probably. Or is he trying to get away from that because he hates America? And I'm pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now. But we gotta watch. Oh yeah, this he's anyway. still a
1: war criminal. Yeah, he never.
2: <laughs> did not... Well, I guess he's not by Endgame because he's in that facility. Like he's just hanging out with with Matt by that point. So I guess he's fine. Well, right now. <laughs> I guess once half the world was gone, yeah, there's, like, they don't have any choices left. Yeah.
1: Bruce Banner might be interesting. That'd be like, a if it's an autobiography,
2: he'd be like, "I yeah, I went to the Arctic, tried to shoot myself." Captain America yeah. might have been there, but he definitely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: whatever. I mean, like, just like from his own perspective, it would be really interesting to hear. Like, it's probably a lot of self-love, self-loathing, but right, yeah, it'd still be interesting. Well, most here.
2: autobiographies are, I'm pretty sure, but. Yeah. In, or Thor's. Like, what's a, being a god like? Yeah. How did you learn Groot as an elective? That's very specific and odd.
1: Yeah. What's being from a different like planet like? Why doesn't
2: Groot have a galactic translator like everyone else does?
1: You know, I think <laughs> maybe Peter Quill might be an interesting one. I mean, he oh, spent yeah. his entire life in space. Because he has
2: enough of a basis on Earth that yeah. it would be... It would, it would be a person's a literal human's perspective yeah he else. was literally
1: like what like 13
2: yeah he might even younger i think
1: he might have been it, he's like somewhere between like 10 and 13 because it's
2: 1988 when he gets abducted and i think then yeah he's probably like 10
1: yeah. or something yeah so he he knows what life on earth is like and then spent his time growing up with yondu of all people and then just started being a they bounty tried hunter. To him, yeah. Yeah. So it, I think I think an autobiography from him would be probably one of the most interesting ones. That's a
2: good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a good point. <laughs> Ego, the living planet. <laughs> <That> <laughs> just a history be, of the universe. Yeah. That
1: would literally be just the size of a fucking dictionary. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it would be it be many volumes also. Yeah. He has seen it all. <laughs> literally all. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. No, I think. All of those, any of those. So
1: an autobiography of uh, of the Watcher, also known as Stanley. Jesus Christ! <laughs> an
2: autobiography of Doctor Og. <laughs> Sorry, all right, we're ending the episode here. Anyway, <laughs> um, the airport fight. This is probably the best, other than maybe the end of Endgame, because that's kind of unbeatable by any yeah. film ever. Yes. This is the best and biggest superhero royal rumble of all time. Mm-hmm. Because it is just all of them versus everybody, and it has like all of my favorite quips, all my favorite interactions, all my favorite action moments. Like that twenty minutes is some of the best superhero filmmaking ever.
1: Yeah, that that's just some some good content right there. It's <laughs>
2: flawless stuff. Like it is, it is incredible. Yeah, i
1: i I can't think of anything they could have changed to make it better.
2: No, no, it's as good as it ever yeah, could have been, it's just... and it's like. It's as long as it needs to be. It's not too long. It's not too short. It's perfect.
1: It could very easily have felt kind of dragged out with how many different people there are, and they're all kind of split across the entire airport. Right. It could have gone for a very long time.
2: There is... I mean, this is not the movie's fault, since I've seen it so many times. There's some stuff where it's like... The Captain America-Spider-Man interaction is one of the best. Where are you from, kid? Queens, Brooklyn. It's great. But like captain america starts and he's under that thing with the hydraulic press or like the trailer or whatever and then they do a little action thing and they switch positions like exactly so now spider-man's under it so he can throw the shield and drop it on him and it's like well it's, it's a little it's just like Movies. a little like but also i think sam probably choreographed it so i can't talk any bad about it that's something i've really enjoyed about this era of the mcu is like You watch the behind the scenes and Sam will just show up. Like he's watching him, and he was just—I know that guy. He's like, "What the fuck!" Like he always (laughs) takes me by surprise. But yeah, no, obviously, it's—it's. This is going to be such a hard part to talk about because there's so much. Like it's all great. Just the—they're not stopping. Neither are we. And the big clash is great. Like we talk about how there's only six of them, but it's still great to see the combinations. Like Iron Man goes all the way down to hit Captain America's shield, and it's it's just great. Yeah, I've always (laughs) wanted
1: to go like not necessarily frame by frame, but, like, kind of, like, slow it down Mm -hmm. to see, like, all the details, because, like, they're in the background. They're all still fighting each other. Yeah, no, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: Something I noticed, I think, just now is, like, There's like these boxes being thrown. I was like, who's doing that? It's like, it's Wanda Maximoff. It's throwing boxes that Spider-Man's jumping on. Those two are interacting. What the (laughs) fuck? I guess they're both Stark projects. (laughs) That's In different ways, very different ways. (laughs) But it culminates in Giant Man. That's like the big moment is when he just, I got something (laughs) kind of big. That's like, that's incredible. And
1: then Rhodey. Tiny guy's big now. Yeah.
2: Yes, and then you see that from a different perspective in Homecoming, which is hilarious. Whoa, I gotta go! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love watching that scene knowing Peter Parker's vlogging when he's not on yeah. screen. <laughs> in his fight with uh, with Bucky and Falcon, I think we've mentioned it, but that's so fun when he's just he also like almost decimates Bucky completely like Oh yeah. They're not trying to kill each other, but sometimes they are. Like it's like that would have fucking killed him. He throws like a car door or something yeah. at Bucky and he <laughs> almost dies. Like it's pretty intense. But then that's also why the Roadie thing works so well. Cause it's like nobody was really supposed to get that hurt.
1: Yeah, that's... nobody was supposed <laughs> to get like permanent spinal damage.
2: Yeah, and it was a complete accident too. Like that's not what was yeah, supposed if... to happen.
1: If Sam didn't dodge that shot, he absolutely would have died.
2: You think Sam would have That would've just eviscerated him a shot from an infinity? It would have gone straight through so, him.
1: <laughs> it, Vision was literally aiming straight for him, and the only reason it missed is because he rolled into a ball and dodged yeah. out of the way. I That's the only like, reason it hit Rhodey. It would have killed him, if probably. If it hit his
2: backpack, I think he would have been fine. He definitely has a parachute. With how... Um, yeah, maybe. I think he is, because he's a literal paratrooper. If yeah. He was. I think he would have one.
1: I feel like if it wouldn't have been Rhodey, it probably would have been him to get spinal damage, though. Yeah, like, that was gonna fuck up somebody. There was no way true. that that was gonna. He was just gonna get like a little scratch, which
2: makes it a lot weirder when Sam's like apologizing to. He's like, "I'm sorry, Tony." Tony's blast him. It's like this is everyone's fault. This yeah, is mostly like, Vision's fault. It's actually Rhodey's fault. Cause doesn't Rhodey tell him to do it? Isn't he like, "Yeah, get, get Sam or whatever." Yeah, ro-
1: ro- I think Rhodey literally tells him to do it. That's and Rhodey's then- fault. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I don't feel
2: bad. Like it's intense, but I don't feel bad for Rhodey because yeah. he fucking did that. <laughs> so, whatever it's just so hard to talk about because it's so there's just There's so much there's to it. There's so much in it. And uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Should we even like butcher it by talking about too much? It's, what's your, okay, what are some of your favorite interactions? Like I know the uh, Ant Man in Tony's suit is one of mine. your know, conscious. We do not talk yeah, much these I, days. I
1: love that. That's great. Um, I already mentioned all the the ones where they're like kind of just friendly with each other. Mm-hmm. Like Wanda and Vision still don't really want to fight each other. They're kind of just no. Well, they
2: you know kind of bond They the they facility. make up at the
1: end. But I really like the team up with Rhodey and Tony when they're oh, taking right. down yeah uh, Scott.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because. It's it's very good. And yeah. giant man looks fucking incredible. There's not a single second where you're like how well I mean you're kind of just like how did they fucking do that? Cuz it's yeah. just on screen with like real people. It's yeah. Like how <laughs> does that even happen? Um
1: lots and lots of Disney money. God, <laughs>
2: unbelievable amounts. That's got it that's probably the biggest effect in
1: the whole film probably. Like cuz that's just I, literally. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah,
2: that's not even cuz that's never been done in one of these movies. Like we haven't seen that God,
1: that just reminded me of Endgame when he fucking punches a space yeah, whale. Yeah, punches the <laughs> leviathan. Yeah, exactly. It's
2: great. I like how they take down Giant Man. I hate the reference with every fiber of my being. It's the Star Wars f- reference. Very awkward.
1: Yeah, it's. These... I feel like that's kind of the point. But these it's...
2: movies fluctuate. Oh, are,
1: we, are we going into this again? Dare already say it? The Star Wars thing.
2: The Lobot thing.
1: Oh, then no. Uh, yeah, go ahead.
2: Wait, what? What? No, I'm not gonna talk. Yeah, about I thought
1: you were gonna talk about Samuel L. Jackson again.
2: No, no, I'm not gonna talk about the prequels don't exist or <laughs> whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, okay. There is a wild fluctuation in what Peter Parker knows about Star Wars, in this. because in this movie, he's like, you know, that old movie Empire Strikes Back with the Walker thingies. No specifics. It's supposed to be like, oh, he's young. He doesn't really understand the references he's making or whatever. In Homecoming. They're building a Lego Death Star. They're, like, making Star Wars references. His room is littered with Star Wars toys. So I guess he does know stuff about Star Wars. And then it gets even more specific in the short film for on the Far From Home Blu-ray. Because, you know, like... That uh that scene, the Far From Home trailer with the iron spider suit and the cops and whatever. Mm-hmm. They cut that out of the movie and they put it, when they re-released Endgame, they put it at the end of that movie and then they put it on the Blu-ray as like a little short film about what Peter was doing before he went on the flight to Europe. So there is a whole sequence in that when he's like, oh, uh, I have to sell my, my prized possession so I can get Mary Jane the Black Dolly necklace or whatever. And, sorry, not Mary Jane, Michelle Jones. Her friends call her MJ. I can't. I can't. Yeah, you hold on to that Emmy, Sunday. I'm going to come and take it from <laughs> you for that. Uh, she's great. But, but the point is, in that scene in the short film, he's like, don't take my low action figure Lobot is a very, very, very specific and minor character in *The Empire Strikes Back*. It's the
1: kind of character that you would like. It's the, yeah, I know. Like, who, it's what? is it Porkins level of uh, obscure? Yes, exactly. <laughs>
2: Porkins and Lobot are in the same field, basically. <laughs> I love Porkins. I know you do. That's probably one of the only things you remember about Star Wars. No, bed.
1: I do remember those movies pretty well. I okay,
2: think. well there you go. The thing is, it's like Lobot is just some random guy who works for Lando, and he has like robot things on the side of his head. On the side of his head. Side (laughs) of his head. There are many Star Wars characters who have more than one head. He's not one of them. But I just, I think it's so fucking stupid that in this he's like, I don't really know what I'm talking about. And he's like, don't sell my low-bot action figure. (laughs) It's like, you would not know what that is if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's so stupid. Like anything, if he's a real nerd, he sh- It's like, oh, he was nervous. Like then he should overexplain. He's the not reference. a real nerd. <laughs> no, but they want him to be later. Then no, it's stupid. Yeah. L-
1: look, I. It's a fucking Star Wars reference. It doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> yeah, but when you're making later ones, and it's like that's not in line with the character, and it's not like there was any time in between them. Maybe
1: he binged all the Star Wars content that exists between but the movies you don't coming know. But Homecoming happens
2: like two weeks after
1: this movie. Well, he has two weeks to binge all the Star Wars movies. I guess movies. so.
2: I guess there was only like seven at that <laughs> point. <laughs> I hate that. It's stupid. Or three, if yeah, you go I, by my theory. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's dumb.
1: I like it'd be even worse if Lobot was from the prequels. It's like, well, do they exist so or funny. don't they exist?
2: Yeah, I can't believe they made Samuel Jackson say Star Wars. Anyway, I've, I've, I've talked about that. <laughs> I've talked about that before. Oh, anything else? Oh, I love when Clint
1: comes to save Wanda. That's the one yeah, I was just thinking of that one.
2: Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the first time for everything part? Or are you talking about Yeah, I was talking about oh, okay. that one. I was talking about when, when he actually- when he saves Wanda. I was when he, yeah, when he goes to the actual facility is what I was talking about. I
1: do about. really like that too. That's
2: that's so great. I mean, what are you doing? Disappointing my kids. <laughs> it's great. It's so fun. Um and I love all that, Clint. You know, played 18, shot 18, just couldn't seem to miss. That's great, obviously. Yeah. And I like those little Clint-Wanda moments because they do have a connection. He's basically the reason that she's out there anyway.
1: It's less of an interaction more of something that I just think is funny. I just think it's funny to see Tony get crushed by a bunch of cars because of Wanda. <laughs> yeah, that's so <laughs> tearing funny. Tearing cars out of the parking garage.
2: Yeah, well, he gets crushed and then later... Roadie gets crushed because he thought it was a water truck.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> throw this at this. We just see Captain America like throw a pin particle too. Yeah, like, those are the combinations I love. It's just like what random characters to put together, but they're in the universe, so why wouldn't you?
1: I feel like Vision really did not hold back in this fight. No. Like of all the people that were just like. Completely ruthless. It was vision.
2: (laughs) And then yeah, and then there's that moment later when they're like watching Rhodey operate on. He's like, I was like blinded by emotion. Tony was like, I didn't think that could happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, er, no, he said he was distracted. Yeah, right, exactly. But like, how can a robot get distracted?
2: (laughs) That's because he's like a mix of like. Yeah, because he, he's not a robot.
1: People. He's a synthesoid or he's whatever a, they call yeah, him. Yeah,
2: he's a synthesoid. Good good pull. <laughs> but, yeah, but he's also a mix of Ultron, Tony Stark, and Jarvis. Like, yeah. All sorts of weird shit. So. Okay, do we talk about the, the fight now, the real fight at the end? Cause
1: I think that's all there really is. The... I enjoy
2: all of them in the prison, too. Because yeah. in the comics, they put him in like the negative zone prison, Project 42 or whatever, and then this, it's just like, Basically the raft, but it's a, I think it's Project Pegasus. It, it's yeah, it's, it's whole, just some it's prison of, underwater. <laughs> it's a mix of like three different things from the comics, and that's fine because these movies like to do that, and I'm okay with that. That's that's cool because you don't need all three of the ideas separately, so put yeah. them together. That's fine. The fight the whole movie builds to, where it's, you know, there's that one moment when they arrest Captain America and they're having that conversation. And it's like Steve might sign this thing, and then he doesn't because Tony fucks it up by going too far because that's what he always does, and. She's a kid or whatever, because they're just keeping one. in the a <laughs> Yeah, it's so it's so good. I also love the more mature explanation for what happened with him and Pepper instead of because it's kind of that joke in Age of Ultron where it's like, oh, Jane's better or whatever. But it's like, what actually happened to her? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to her. She's, <laughs> she's like, no, you destroyed a country, <laughs> and then, uh, you yeah, know, then they're fine again. So yeah. it's fine. I also like that where. He, Steve's like, Are you guys pregnant? He's like, No, no, you will be. So (laughs) maybe don't say that. (laughs) It's gonna be the reason you kill yourself, basically. It's because of two kids, one of them's not yours. (laughs) But they're all kind of working together because Tony's like, Oh, that wasn't really Bucky. It was Zemo in a Mission Impossible mask. Yeah, in prosthetics. I'm glad we didn't see it. That's so confusing. I don't like that element of it. I like his plan, I don't like that one thing. But they go there and they're like, okay, we're going to fight the Winter Soldiers. And it's just Zemo. And he's like, no, you're not. (laughs) You're not going to fight Though I took care of them for you. I have something better in mind. You guys are going to kill each other. And so he shows Tony Stark the video of Bucky Barnes murdering his parents in the 90s, which is perfectly set up because not just by the Bucky flashbacks I was talking about, but Tony has that therapy thing in the very beginning where you see them and he's like oh i wish i got to say proper goodbye to my parents and then at the end of the movie he is faced with the man who murdered his parents (laughs) with actual security camera footage of it and it is horrifying yeah it's, it's brutal does not hold back and i do not blame him for a second
1: yeah i don't blame him but one does he know that Bucky was mind controlled at oh, that yeah, point? Oh yeah,
2: he does. That's why he says, "I don't care." He killed my
1: mom. Okay, yeah. I I don't. Bl- yeah, think... I still don't blame him despite that. But
2: I think if you were next to the person who murdered your parents, yeah, no, it you doesn't would matter. Not care, exactly. Yeah,
1: I I was just trying to remember, like he know he knows that he was mind controlled, right? Yes. But oh, yeah, he does. it, he it would him, not matter either he, way. <laughs> no,
2: absolutely not. And the thing is, it's like. Bucky says, "I remember every single one of them." and yeah. Cap is like, you know, D- don't bullshit me, Rogers. Did you know? Yes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, you kind of find that out in Winter Soldier, but it's a split second. It's like in the Zola recordings where he's like Hydra's and everything. It's like a split second where you see, it. like, oh, Winter Soldier is killing all these people, and you see them for a minute, but you don't really think about it. And then this—it's all you think about. Like, yeah, it's a big deal. It's like, like the
1: entire basis of the movie.
2: It's the big fight? Everybody gets so fucked up. Nobody's holding back. This is everybody at their most vicious. Yeah. Like, Bucky's just trying to get away. Tony blows the hatch on the thing, <laughs> and he falls, and they're all falling. Captain America like cracks his back on the side of that like <laughs> sharp edge, and they're just beating the shit out of each other.
1: Bucky literally tries to tear out Tony's his arc reactor. Arc reactor. But like that would same... kill him.
2: Well, no. Because he doesn't need one to survive anymore. Because he got the that's surgery. That's right. Yeah. So that's just the power of the suit. I think that would just shut him down. Then they... it's
1: still very fucked oh, up imagery. It's so <laughs> fucked. He's
2: really, yeah. He's just trying to rip it. And yeah. I Bet most people who've seen all these movies like once don't even remember it. Like they probably think that will kill him <laughs> because yeah. If you only seen that like Iron Man, then the movies would be Avengers. You're a casual
1: movie. like me. <laughs> that yeah, you, you think... know,
2: <laughs> you've seen the you've seen the. Movies. Yeah. But I just think that's god that whole fight and then, yeah it's of course just they're throwing the shield back and forth that might be the best one shot yeah. action scene people complain about winter soldier having too many like quick cuts in the action that does not it's like a 10 yeah, second that's shot. still
1: shot of uh tony's back and they're just wailing on him back and forth
2: i don't have the heart to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> should we just let him should we just let him go my father know. has started working out in the backyard, and he has not noticed us. <laughs> <laughs> we just walked right. It looked like he was gonna notice us, and <laughs> he just kept walking.
1: It doesn't look like he's picking it up. I think it's fine.
2: Okay, whatever. Then. it's 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 gonna be fine. Yeah, this is just
1: us being quiet, so it didn't pick it up rat right.
2: music in the background, because <laughs> my father is just bashing the the bag. I guess. <laughs> so hopefully that's not too much of a disturbance. I can't control who lives here. Is very distracting, but <laughs> that's okay. So we're almost done. <laughs> yeah, when Captain America, I remember seeing this. When you see it for the first time in the theater, there was a split second where I was like, "Tony Stark's dead," <laughs> like he died. When he, I mean, when he is cracking that helmet with that shield, it looks like he's gonna. We kind of know
1: that him. they're not gonna kill each other, but at the same time, like in the moments, like this is getting close. <laughs> but at
2: the same time, like everyone went into Civil War thinking someone was gonna die. Nobody did. Everybody I, yeah, was I remember all
1: of the like prediction videos of like someone's gonna die. Were, like <laughs> Bucky
2: yells, "Steve's dead!" when he rips at the arc reactor. It's like, <laughs> <"That's> not true. <laughs> he does not say a word next. <laughs> what are you talking about? But I, I, yeah, stuff like that. When he's bashing him and he breaks the fucking helmet, that's so fucking insane. Yeah. Like, that is... And then he puts it into the arc reactor and he's like, that shield doesn't belong to you. My father made you that shield. He just leaves he's, it? He leaves. He's like, yeah, okay, you're right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I
1: drops. don't need it. <laughs>
2: yeah, he... no, he doesn't, it turns out. And he gets horrible, embarrassing shields in Infinity War. <laughs>
1: Well, the worst pieces of... You don't like the little triangle. Pieces of coal or whatever. This
2: yeah. <laughs> vibranium has not been painted. Paint it, Captain America. I know you're Dark Energy now. Yeah, he's nomad, whatever. And it's, it's a great ending, like we said. Yeah. Tony stank, take it or leave it. It's not great. It's not his best work. Yeah. It's okay. I know some people really hate that. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I just don't want to short sell how great that last fight is. It's, yeah. it's one of the greatest moments in these movies.
1: It, there are so many... Like, iconic shots, like, obviously. He's shooting at the shield. Yeah. That's
2: exact replica from the comic, yeah. it's, And also, just, we gotta point out the iconic image of Spider-Man holding Captain America's shield on the car. That was in that trailer. Yeah. That's great, too.
1: The comic ends very differently.
2: Yeah, well, they're all fighting, and Captain America's like,
1: fuck. Yeah. Every superhero (laughs) in existence just gets teleported to New York, and they just
2: kind of, by cloak, yeah, and then... They just kind of
1: fuck up all of New York.
2: And then Captain America's like, oh, we lost the point, and... He gets himself arrested basically. yeah
1: he he was literally like two seconds away from killing tony and then civilians were like yeah maybe don't do that and then he was like yeah i shouldn't and then he lets himself get arrested yes
2: <laughs> and then tony's like you know why it's called project 42 because that's how smart reed richards is, <laughs> that's not what is but, but yeah it's just like oh god that also is a classic reed richards is maybe the worst person in the universe <laughs> uh, story but okay well i think that's some war i i mean we have listener stuff, but I. listener It's just, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's one of my favorite superhero movies. It's one of the reasons I love this universe and why I love these characters. Everybody's perfect. The jokes are great. The moments are genuinely sad when they need to be. And the action is all of, mostly my favorite in this entire universe.
1: Yeah, if you couldn't tell by the length of this episode, we really like this movie.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and we probably only talked about half of the things in the airport battle because it is packed. Yeah. We didn't even talk about scott getting on clint's arrow like that's an iconic comic image too Mm -hmm. and shoots him out at tony that's great noah says obviously it's really good it's my own fault for oversaturating myself with it because i've seen this movie way too many times i do think it skirts the line a bit in terms of having a little too much going on because this is a lot of shit all crammed into one movie to this day i'd still probably have a hard time giving a perfect plot synopsis because there's just so much happening but that doesn't detract from the great story easily the most emotional mcu film at the time of its release and the incredible action scenes go without saying younger me probably would have said this was the greatest movie ever and while i definitely don't think that now it's still a pretty fantastic achievement oh and queens made me cry in the theater when i saw it see he is me <laughs> anyway yeah good movie even though it's a tad bloated oh and one more thing on further reflection this movie se- this movie feels almost quaint in terms of its scope since there's zero reference to any infinity stuff and the plot is so grounded and earth-based that's not true, because Vision talks extensively about the Infinity Stone in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but that's okay. No, you're close. People love to call us an Avengers movie, but I think it's pretty firmly a cat movie. Okay, now I'm done. I think when we were talking earlier about how it's like, it's an Avengers movie, but it's also definitely a Winter Soldier sequel. It, it, I think it's both, but it's more It's like cat.
1: It's like two movies split into one.
2: Yeah, it is. What are you watching a trailer for?
1: I mean, I, this might be a trailer that I've already seen. But...
2: <laughs> are you watching a trailer, Franny? You're in the podcast. I got
1: I got a notification on my phone. Yeah, I've already what seen it. What
2: is this. it? Is it something good?
1: No. What? One... <laughs> <laughs> it's not something you would care about. Well,
2: well, what was it?
1: Doesn't matter. Let's finish the episode.
2: <laughs> what was it, Franny? It was
1: Final Fantasy XIV oh, shit. Right, don't yeah, care. you don't care? <laughs>
2: don't, and I never will. I just wanted to know. That was mysterious. I <laughs> thought it was going to be something really <laughs> It's Brat Superstar. <laughs> Oh, okay um uh, all right uh <laughs> colby park says in the comic cap was always so obviously the hero i mean tony recruits bullseye for fuck's sake see that's what it's a lot more defined in the comic i think that the concept of sides seemed really skewed to me i really like the way didn't the movie... he
1: recruit doctor doom too
2: no i feel like he i read it today i don't okay. think so he i mean unless he's like in the back yeah i of feel like i remembered him getting involved he gets but venom I could be wrong he gets Venom, oh and God, this is, like, the, the most angry, vicious Venom. He like, is Mac Gargan Venom. This is fucking, uh, like, Eddie Brock or, or Flash Thompson. Like, both of those would be a lot easier to deal yeah. with. But a lot of people like to include the death of Captain America story in that, where he gets shot with a time gun or whatever, yeah. <laughs> they think he's dead. But like, I don't ever count that, because everyone remembers Civil War ending with Cap dying, but it's like, no, it's the next story. Yeah. Like, that's the trade that everyone has. It's like, that's not in there, so I don't. Anyway, going back to what Colby said, he said, I really like the way the movie made the core of the story more personal and thus the morality of the sides a little grayer. I think I'm still on Cap's side, but Tony's reasoning and the emotional place he's reacting from makes a lot of sense. I also love the moment when they're first talk really talking about the Accords and Tony's like, oh yeah, this is Charlie Spencer. He was a great kid, and now he's fucking dead and it's because of us. And that scene when Mrs. Spencer talks to him is so fucking great. Like, mm-hmm. that is incredible incredible i'm i'm right where i want to be that's a great moment <laughs> that's the moment that like you need that after age of ultron because yeah. everybody was like god how do you redeem tony stark it's like you don't he needs to really <laughs> realize that he fucked up and then he'll save the entire universe it's like okay that's pretty yeah good. That, that works <laughs> for me that <laughs> that um, almost fixes it almost yeah <laughs> he's, he's still some bad stuff but whatever it's i completely forgive him by, by that point uh, <laughs> Luke Croson says, I love this film. I used to say it was my favorite Avengers film before Infinity War came out because it's basically Avengers 2.5. We have a natural Anthony Mackie here. <laughs> <laughs> a great introduction to Black Panther and Spider-Man and a really enjoyable film all around. Absolutely agree with all of that. Everybody's great. Everything's great. We got to wrap this up. Because I really, This has been going on forever. We love the movie. It's one of the best.
1: Everyone is great. Everything's great. This movie makes me happy the end <laughs> the end
2: okay uh so next week on our dc show we're gonna be talking about batman returns
1: yay Woo. french Woo-hoo. flippers Woo.
2: <laughs> french flipper trick yeah um <laughs> oh god i i'm gonna watch a lot of tim burton movies this week because
1: have fun with i need that. to
2: figure out if he just fluked some good movies or if he's actually good <laughs> I, i'm not sure i've never known so i will do that, and then in two weeks we'll be talking about Doctor Strange, which will be a much shorter episode. But I haven't seen that in a while, so it'll still be fun to talk.
1: about. I haven't even seen it fully.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. There you go.
1: Yeah, I remember we tried watching it one time when I was over oh, for the night, yeah. and we both fell asleep <laughs> in the first like half an hour. I had never. So, I had
2: not thought about that in maybe like four years. But yes, now that you mentioned that, I completely remember. Yeah. Okay. So
1: I I've seen the beginning. Okay. Like, probably like the first act you've
2: seen the you've seen the Dormammu movie yes
1: i i have i've seen that entire scene because i that's, people kept talking about it and i was like what the fuck are people talking about and then i looked it up and i was like okay that's, that's pretty good the iconic <laughs> scene probably from that movie
2: it's there's some good stuff in that movie people were everyone was like this is fine at the time you now people love it but i think it's only because they love dr strange in other movies i don't think they actually love that movie. i think
1: dr strange definitely did get better as time went on Okay,
2: uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DC Movie Pod. You can find me on what will hopefully be an active Instagram account soon at FlipTag. You can find me on Twitter at FlipTag with the E and Egg is a three. Uh, listen to our Marvel sh- Oh, this is a Marvel show.
1: <laughs> Continue to listen to this Continue show, to but also to listen to the DC show.
2: That's what I meant. You got it. There'll be a link in the description. Um, If you want to. Uh, fuck. Okay, whatever, f- whatever. Franny email is us, on- email find us at Gabe DC- on social media, at Whatever. Uh, and Franny is not on social media because he had to go off the grid because we disagree so hard on Iron Man two's significance to that franchise, not <laughs> as a film. I think we're on the same page. You just like it more than better movies for
1: some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but at least he knows it. See so come to a quick I appreciate conclusion.
2: it. <laughs> you like it a lot though. You it, were very it's good. an enjoyable movie. It's a good I one. Really it's like a good it. one, but it's not Yeah. I gotta really I... At the bottom though. <laughs> okay, whatever. We go can agree to disagree. <laughs> right, sure, whatever. Um Okay, that's, that's it. it. Uh now I'm gonna go confess to Frannie that I killed his parents. And he's not going to fucking do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to such a long episode.
2: Yeah, maybe I'll cut it down to 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a
1: lot to cut down to 20 minutes.
2: <laughs> It'll just be the airport fight. I'll it. All right,
1: fine. Stay safe.
0: My faith's in people, I guess, individuals. And I'm happy to say that for the most part, they haven't let me down. I know I hurt you, Tony. I guess I thought by not telling you about your parents I was sparing you, but I can see now that I was really sparing myself, and I'm sorry. Hopefully one day you can understand. I wish we agreed on the accords, I really do. I know you're doing what you believe in, and that's all any of us can do. That's all any of us should. So no matter what, I promise you, if you need us, If you need me. I'll be there.